0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Magic Kingdom proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime
1: magic and imagination. Thank you, nurse. Uh,
2: chisel, please. Chisel. Thank oh. you. Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Drive away your worries and cares at this drive-in theater, where you will see the finest motion pictures of all time soon to be released.
1: Warning, meteor shower in range. Just stay in your seats, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll blow you up as soon as possible. Hmm? You know what I mean.
3: W radio, your information
0: station. Hello my friend, and welcome to the WW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World Information Station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 645. And together, this and every week, we celebrate the magic of the Disney parks, movies, and more. As together we go from the parks to the screens and everything in between, here on the podcast, my weekly live video over on Facebook every Wednesday night, community, books, audio tours, blog, and more. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and find everything else at www.radio.com. Size Matters Not, which I know is a Star Wars reference, but it's okay because it applies to Marvel here, because this week we're going to live review the PIM Test Kitchen in Avengers Campus with a team of heroes whose superpowers are taste-testing the entire menu. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week, and I'll pose a new challenge for your chance to win a prize package. Then stay tuned to the end of the show for more information, updates, and updates details about the next meet of the month in walt disney world and my momentum weekend workshop and early bird discount and how you can take advantage as well as your voicemails so sit back relax and enjoy this week's episode of the ww radio show I first stepped into star wars galaxy's edge for the very first time a literal tear of joy streamed down my face because it was the realization of a childhood dream to be able to truly live my own star wars adventure and be part of the stories that i grew up on since the first time i went to see episode four with my dad in 1977 and the childhood that was born of wishing I was Han Solo or training to be a Jedi Knight. But when I stepped into Avengers Campus in Disney California Adventure, for the first time yesterday, it was the realization of a dream that I never even realized that I had, which was not just to step into this Marvel Cinematic Universe, but to be able to experience and interact in ways that I never could have imagined. And the only thing that could have made that experience better is about to happen today because I'm gonna combine my love of the Avengers and Spider-Man with my love of food as we are about to partake and I think really participate in a live dining review of the PIM Test Kitchen. And of course, I cannot do this alone. Avengers, assemble. I have brought together my family, extended and immediate and I wanna welcome you guys back to, and we're going to obviously talk about our feelings about Avengers Campus as a whole, but I want to welcome back Marion Mongello. Hello. Nicholas Mongello.
4: I just saw President Loki in a Disney park. <laughs> Brains falling out of our heads, left and
0: right. Deanna Mongello
4: Hi.
0: And extended family,
3: Becky Mangan from MEI and Mouse Fan Travel, who, without Becky Mangan,
0: I literally would not be here.
3: This is very true, and, you know, with Captain America running around... I'm, I'm okay to stand right here forever tonight, but, but feed me. And
0: literally, running, I mean, characters yeah. are everywhere. And again, our, our overall discussion and review of Avengers Campus is either coming or has come, depending on when I decide to release these episodes. But you know me, we could not come here without sampling not just a little bit, but a little bit of everything. And that's exactly what we're going to do here tonight as we're going to do a live review of the PIM Test Kitchen. One thing about Avengers Campus, there is a lot, there's a huge variety of oh so very delicious food to grab and go, to sit down and eat, and that's what Pim Test Kitchen is going to be. We actually had, we were, Becky and I had breakfast here yesterday, which we loved, we'll touch on a little bit. We had shawarma today, we've had a little bit of everything, but this is the one that I'm super excited about because as Avengers Campus opened and we tried, all of us tried to sort of shield our eyes from photos and videos and reviews, you couldn't help but seeing the, you know, the pim sized not not-so-little chicken sandwich and the, you know, some of the other uniquely themed options that are available at PIM Test Kitchen. Was there anything that you guys saw, accidentally or otherwise, that you're like, this is the thing I need to go and try?
5: So I saw. I first saw it without even thinking if it was plant-based or not, but the Impossible, mm, I don't know the exact name, the Impossible Meatball something looks absolutely amazing. I've heard it's really, really good, and I try to eat plant-based as much as I possibly can, so I'm
4: very excited to try that.
0: Nicholas, what about you?
4: So, I, like, I absolutely love a good like pretzel with like a beer cheese and this one is a massive pretzel with like this beer cheese and it sounds so good. And obviously that chicken sandwich served with little crispy potato bites just caught my eye right when I looked at the menu.
0: Ladies, anything for you or is it like me? Is it just, was it everything?
1: I wasn't on social media at all. I was trying to stay away from everything possible and I'm here for the food And the friends and the beverages.
3: The two things that are really that I've been drawn to is the pretzel that's the size of your head. That's a big pretzel. That is a big pretzel. That and the chicken sandwich. Because how can you have a huge piece of chicken in a teeny little bun? And I'm interested to see what that's all about.
0: Well, and the nice thing is that the Pim Test Kitchen has a pretty extensive menu. In addition to the not one but two shawarma palaces, some of the other. dessert items that we've had there are sides to share there's one two three four five six different entrees a number of different sides and rather than decide between them all we're just going to get them all (laughs) like it literally is why i flew you people out here so that we
3: can but is there a table that's big enough for all of these things and the sandwich well,
0: and that's the interesting thing about the PIM test kitchen is size matters not here because some things are have gone through the quantum tunnel and have grown in size, and other things have shrunk in size, and we'll get to that in terms of the size of the pretzel, the size of the chicken. With the, listen, we were here yesterday. We had a wonderful breakfast. You had sort of an, an uh, uh, like a, a calculated breakfast, and I had there was ha-
3: math, involved. There there was was math, math. Involved. and I had the uh,
0: ever-expanding cinnapin toast where we had, it was like a huge size piece of french toast and an itty bitty teeny tiny was, little egg. It
3: was so tiny!
0: I was thinking, what
3: kind of what kind of small teeny chicken laid that teeny tiny little egg? Like, I
0: mean, literally the size of the egg was like the size of your thumb. Like it was yes. a teeny little
3: egg. It was very cool.
0: Super fun. It gets me very excited for dinner. Now, like I think every quick service dining location in Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, it is mobile order exclusive, which at first I thought was an inconvenience, And I have sort of come around to find the mobile ordering to be a convenience because you're not, again, time matters, right? So you don't want to go to a quick service location, wait online for 20, 30, 40 minutes. The fact that you could mobile order in advance, say, I'm here, I'm going to be here during this. We ordered our dinner tonight at, what, 11 o'clock this morning, morning, somewhere around there we decided this is what we want, this is our return window, and now we're here, we're gonna click on the app and say that we're here, and in five minutes our food's gonna be ready.
3: Yeah, it's like having a reservation for any quick service location. So, you don't have to wait in line, and you don't have to worry about it, you just order it, you pay for it right there so it's contactless, and it's really easy to just show up, pick up your order, have a meal, not waste any time, and get back to having fun. Now,
0: in addition to the PIM Test Kitchen, There's also the PIM Tasting Lab, which is right next door, which is sort of this outdoor bar slash lounge area that has a number of unique and very themed different uh, cocktails, non-alcoholic cocktails, um, beer flights, etc. They are two separate ordering processes, but there are sort of connected seating areas. So I think what we should do is this. I'm going to click on the We're Here button. Okay. Ladies, why don't you guys go over, have at it, bring back a bevy of beverages, and we will, we will meet up somewhere, and we will review literally everything that is in the PIM testing library. I'm ready. Nicholas has been like tapping his watch, like, come on, Mangello, speed things along. All right, we, ha- we all have our missions? Yes. All right.
1: I'm on my way.
3: She's, she's, she's on her way. I don't
0: know where she's going, but she's on her way.
3: To the drinks.
0: So in what can only be described as an incredibly smooth and very quick process, we clicked that we were here, and it was no maybe three to five minutes max before we got the alert that our order was ready. Uh, a tip, for, and again, this might change over time, but we're sitting down at about 7.45. The park closes at 9.00. As of now, there are no more mobile order, pre-order windows available, although there is a sort of a standby queue if you want to wait in line. We got our food very fast. There is a drink station and we are sitting outside in the, again, incredibly well-themed area. You're right. Thankfully, there's large tables here because we don't have room for us to eat individually because we have so much food on our plate. Let's sort of start, we're just gonna work our way down the menu the way we're going to start with the quantum pretzel this comes in at 12.99 now you're saying mangelo wait a second that's like ballpark prices for a pretzel this pretzel is probably not only probably about 14 to 16 inches in length but it's also much thicker than a regular pretzel i mean the the um the diameter of the pretzel is probably an inch and a half around it does, oh it actually comes in at 453.8 grams, Bavarian style, with sharp sharp cheddar cheese beer sauce. Because we are trained professionals. We did, I think for 99 cents, get a second order of beer cheese sauce. You people haven't even bothered to wait. Oh, no. All I hear are yummy sounds. What do you think? Nicholas is waving his hands frantically. His mouth is full of pretzel.
5: It's very good. I, my mouth is also full of pretzel. It's soft
3: and doughy and still warm, even though it's been sitting out here. Also sounds like me, but go ahead. <laughs> no. it, yeah. The, the cheese sauce is really good. Mm. It's not too over the top savory, but you have that cheese and that beer flavor, and it goes so well with the pretzel.
4: Like every time I see like a giant pretzel on the menu anywhere, I always love it because I love beer cheese. Like. There's so many places that do it so well, but, like, this with, like, the extra sharp cheddar and this ginormous pretzel, it's just so, so good. Okay, I'm eating more. The sharp cheddar is zesty. It's really, like, that's good.
1: The pretzel really does come out, and it's as big as your head. For sure. It's enormous.
0: That's the second person that said it's as big as my head. I'm taking that as a a direct insult, that I have either a large head or a big head, however you interpret it. But... The pretzel itself is super fresh. It's soft. It's got um, salt on it. And you can feed about a family of 16 with it.
5: Big step up from a Mickey pretzel. I do yeah. love a Mickey pretzel, but the cheese is like, it, it's really, really good. And the pretzel's very fluffy, very
1: doughy, mm-hmm. warm, soft, perfect. You can tell it was just prepared. Yeah. It was totally just prepared. It hasn't been sitting all day. It's delicious.
4: This blows, like, every Mickey pretzel out of the ballpark. This is so, wow. so good. Like, the cheese, the beer cheese makes it. Beer
3: cheese is so good. But even if you didn't have the sauce, the pretzel is doughy and chewable. It's got just enough crunch on the outside to make that a pretzel without being so hard that it's, you know, difficult to eat. And
0: it's super shareable, again, between a lot of people. But and so sort of, even if we break it down, this is a, it's a size, it's, it's mentioned as the size to share appetizer. It is very shareable. So something like this for a midday snack, if you want a beverage from the Pym Taste Lab next door, a soda, iced tea, whatever. It also, um, I know you can also get it as the atomic fusion pretzel, which is Buffalo style, which is loaded with chicken as well, which for some reason comes in at 1049. This is 12.9, it must be a smaller version. It's a little smaller version of the pretzel. Also, by the way, very Instagrammable, very Instagrammable. So, if you
3: hold it up to your head, and then you, you know what? Up with the com- now! I'm starting to get a complex.
0: <laughs> all right, so we're giving this huge thumbs up all the way around. Come, we would come back for this one. Yes. Next is next on the menu is the no the sandwich. This is served with marinara dipping sauce and the arugula salad. Now this comes in two ways. This comes as a wedge, um, or it also comes as a family size. Now the wedge is fourteen ninety nine. It comes with a side salad. It also comes family size at ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. It is. It serves up. It serves about eight guests. We were going to do that, just because I wanted to take a picture of it, but. Since we ordered everything else on the menu, we were realistic and ordered the regular pimini, which is salami, rosemary, ham, provolone, and sun-dried tomato spread on toasted focaccia with marinara dipping sauce, potato bites, and arugula arugula salad. Again, that comes in at $14.49. One thing we should note as we're starting to divvy these all up, even the way they're served, so everything is served on metal plates or metal trays, and the liner looks like graph paper, Pim Test Kitchen graph paper, and it's My Secret Recipe by Scott Lang. So even even the, the, the paper that everything is written on is, um, is themed. I'm going to start handing these out. And I think you probably have to dip just so you can get, do you want me to dip this for you, Nicholas? Yeah, man, dip it. I'm dipping it. I'm, I'm making the, the call. How about that. What's the dip? Marinara sauce.
3: Oh, yes.
4: Oh, I heard that. <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> I did not expect
4: that. That is so good. Mm. Yum. I don't
5: know what I expected. It was not that.
3: It's very, very, very good. Mmm. Definitely. The size, the, the size of the slice is like a pizza slice. So it's a, for Ooh. a, yeah, it's really good. What? It's it's really zingy beautiful. and tangy. And and I love the fact that on the outside, it actually has an engraving on it that says Pim. Mm. That all we can read on ours. The panini is so,
4: like, it has a nice crisp to it, so it adds a little bit of, like, texture and that little bit of rosemary. And if you have it with a marinara sauce, it's all the flavors blend so well together. It's so incredibly good. The different
1: flavors of all the different meats together, they combine so de- deliciously. And I don't know, there's something The kind of, sun-dried
0: tomato spread. Yeah, the
1: spread. The That's sun-dried what I could, tomato it's spread
0: amazing. with the marinara sauce, the saltiness of... The meats and the provolone, you get a little bit of that sharpness from the provolone. Wow, that really, really blends together. And I love how, look, bread can make or break your sandwich. I love the fact that that this toasted bread is crispy, yet still soft. And it has, even the bread itself has such a really nice flavor to it.
4: When I first saw it, I thought the bread was super duper thin. And I was like, oh, it's going to break apart at like right when i touch it it's gonna be like soggy it's gonna be but it's so pressed together and crisp that it keeps the entire sandwich together and just adds so much like texture and crispiness to every single bite that you take it's so so good
0: i'm in i'm in a bit of a a crossroads right here because those first two were so good i'm both excited and afraid to move forward because we don't know if we're moving up the chain or down the chain so wait. So we're getting. Everybody is pointing. To this we still have three more entrees to come. Let's let's. I'm, I'm just going to move. I'm going to move down the menu because next on the menu is the not so chicken, not so little chicken sandwich, which comes with potato bites. Um, uh, potato like the little potato barrels. This is probably. This is probably a seven eight inch wide, maybe one inch thick piece of breaded and fried chicken with a teeny tiny little bun on top and what looks to be like a cabbage slaw and some sort of a a drizzle of a dressing on top. As you're cutting it next to me, Diana, I can hear how you can see how crispy it really is. This too is a very shareable size sandwich. This was definitely sort of exploded in the in the quantum tunnel in terms of being large. Now, now they're basically chicken fingers, so just reach in. Everybody got one? Becky, grab one. Marion, Deanna, just grab one.
3: Thank
0: you. Don't be denty with the knife and fork. I'm just picking this up. That's so good. That
4: is a hearty piece of chicken. Like, wow. I'm so... Oh good.
1: It's very juicy. Yeah. Like it's
4: shockingly juicy. For
1: such a, sometimes a big piece of chicken like this, it can be very dry. But this large piece of chicken that's fried is very juicy.
0: And the 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 crust has, again, spices, not spicy, because Becky would be freaking out because you know I know you don't like. But it's sort of like almost like a panko crust on it.
4: It's yeah. super crispy on the outside and super juicy on the inside. It has this little bit of sauce on top of it. That the slaw. Yeah, not the slaw, it's just mm. it's the orange sauce. Um it has a little bit of a kick. But I had it and it was so so so, yeah. so so good.
3: Yeah. I'm not a big fan of slaw in general, but you kinda need this because the taste, the uh, the spice is Complement each other so well with the slot. Kind of cuts it a little bit and and gives it a different texture.
0: Yeah, this comes in at fifteen forty nine. This is very easily easily shareable by three people, like without even blinking an eye. Again, it comes with the potato barrels.
3: Except the bun, the you time. can't really share the bun. No.
0: The, the, the bun is almost more like decorative. Yeah. Is it? It's like a king's Hawaiian? Let yeah. me just I take a little bite think really of the really bun. Yeah, the, the bun. yeah the bun is almost. More decorative than anything yeah. else.
5: Yeah, I was gonna compare the size like a king's Hawaiian roll, but I think it it's the same like taste as just a regular hamburger.
0: Wow, I really like that. Yeah. Um, another thumbs up too. All right, let's move it down. Let's move this down the um, down the aisle. Uh, next comes the oh, this is the PB three superb sandwich served know. with a micro banana smoothie and crispy potato. It's, it's a little. Cool. It's, we were wondering, so it basically looks like a uh, it's, a, it's like a regular sandwich with this blue-dyed swirl in the middle of the bread. It also comes with potato barrels. And there was this tiny little plastic-clear cl- cup of what we weren't sure
3: was sauce. Is it something to dip?
0: It's a little micro-banana smoothie.
3: It's a mini smoothie. We had for breakfast, and it was really refreshing. It has just enough of a hint of a of banana to... To make it taste wonderful and it has some sweetness to it, but it's not overpowering. So, this looks to me from the what? I don't it's I, like I I think
1: it's, it's a banana and, jelly I, with banana and bacon. And bacon and peanut butter and jelly. And it's really interesting. Wait a minute,
0: minute peanut has, butter has, and jelly is, with first of all, peanut a, butter and jelly.
1: Sweet and salty. It's really
4: good. All right, wait a minute. <laughs> it's really interesting because. Like the, uh, the banana adds a really like Ooh. a different type of
3: like a contrasting <laughs>
4: no. a contrasting texture to like the peanut butter and the jelly inside of it. And then the bacon adds a little bit of a Becky, you are mm. not making a yummy face.
3: I am not a fan of that. There there are tastes in there that don't go together on, on any on any planet.
5: Okay, so I appreciate the <laughs> The, the the idea. Yes. And the first taste I was like, ooh, peanut butter and jelly. Oh bacon. Oh 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 banana. There's a banana in here. It's it's good. Would I eat it again? Probably not. And I I feel like this is something like as a kid I'd be like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Like like younger, I'd be like, yes, all of these things in one. Um but it it was interesting
4: interesting. Okay. It's interesting. interesting is the best way I can describe it. So
0: you might know this. You might not. So my breakfast usually every morning is a banana with peanut butter on it, which I used to think was healthy. And then I'm like, wow, well, bananas have a lot of sugar. It doesn't matter. It, in my mind, it's healthy. I also I'm a kid at heart. Like I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So this all sort of works for me. I didn't get a lot of bacon in mind. Like
3: yeah, bacon, I
0: yeah, than you got banana. more bacon than banana. I like it. Like and I I mean. It probably would be something that I would want to share with somebody. It's really sweet. But I would, you know what? I would eat this for breakfast. I think this should be on the breakfast menu and not the lunch and dinner menu. You could say no if you want.
4: That, that can be like a ton of different, that can be like a dessert if someone really wanted it to be, that can be a breakfast if someone wanted it to be, it could be a lunch, like it just like, it doesn't fit in one specific category. It's interesting in the way that it can be one of everything.
1: I like salty things more than sweet things, and I actually think that this sandwich had the best of both worlds. It had the salty and the sweet. The bacon could have been just a little bit crispier, but all in all, we did
0: order a second side of bacon, by the way, which I want to taste on its own. It's candied bacon, so oh, that's what's on here. So it's candied bacon. That's it. So that's where. So maybe that's what you're not feeling the the sweet, which is odd because you normally like overtly sweet things I love I,
3: sweet things but for me it's it's the combination I think of the of the bacon flavor and the peanut butter and the jelly I think it's maybe too much flavor for me in the combination
0: that's why this is a this tastes like breakfast to me with the little banana and I mean a banana smoothie is not again it's, it's decorative it, it maybe is you know a couple of ounces of it
4: it's a banana smoothie shot. Like you just like shot it in one quick thing. How do you even know what a shot? Is? I don't want to know. And in my opinion, like the banana and the bacon don't really go well that well together. So they're kind of very contrasting when you're eating it.
0: All right, but, leave that to the side because that's going to be my dessert. Like that is going to be like my dessert thing. Marion, we are getting to exactly what I know you've been waiting for most. This is the Impossible Spoonful. By the way, the PB&J Superb Sandwich comes in at 12 dollars The Impossible Spoonful is rigatoni and d'Italia pasta with a gigantic, ginormous, it really is baseball size plant-based meatball. This comes in at $13.99. Marion, you said earlier you often try and order uh, plant-based foods. You, have inter- you and Disney have introduced me to the joy that is the impossible brand because if you didn't tell me it wasn't meat i wouldn't know it and it actually does have it's got this wonderfully distinct additional flavor profile that goes along with it
5: yeah so about uh, i don't know a while back i started actually like substituting even at home my you know beef for impossible meat um and I'm so happy that they're offering it in the parks. I'll normally switch to, like, the they offer Impossible Burgers now at a lot of different places, so I was so excited to see this on the menu. I also got the um, Impossible shawarma earlier. That was really, really good, so I'm very excited to try this. Yeah, we
0: like the shawarma a lot. Yeah. By the way, this is also served, and did you notice it's a giant soup ladle? Yeah. That's it. It's the size of a small basketball and it's sort of twisted so it becomes a stand and I think there's enough pasta and meatball. This is also too a shareable in terms of portion sizes it's a large portion so if you can either be a a main course or it could be shareable.
3: Yeah, what I love about this is I didn't know that it was impossible it would just kind of taste like my grandmother's meatballs because it's it tastes like a wonderful it does, to me. All right, my, maybe my grandmother made different <laughs> meatballs than yours, but I really like this, and I like the combination. I'd like to have, like, the marinara sauce, though, with it, that if you could, like, dip that into more marinara, that may uh, elevate that flavor, but it's great. I If you
4: told me this was just a regular meatball, I would never, ever be able to tell a difference. One little critique I have is I wish there was more sauce, because, like... It's the pasta is like very, I wouldn't say like dry, but like it needs it. Yeah, it's a little. Blend.
0: So you can get a side of marinara sauce for 89 cents. I will say I, one thing I just noticed. So one, I like this because you know me. I don't like my, I don't like my pasta overly like. I don't want it to be marinara soup. I like to just be sort of you you turn the pasta in it and then you pull the pasta out. I don't like a lot of sauce on top. But if you notice, it's rigatoni. And then the diddlinny pastas are like little
1: itty-bitty baby
0: rigatoni's, so it's like giants. And there's also like a mini size, so there was like a large meatball, and there was like a little tiny size meatball in there too.
1: So when you make a really good meatball, you have to make sure that when you cook it, either frying or baking, it doesn't dry out. And the trick is you usually put milk in it, believe it or not. So I have to say, this impossible meatball is very, very... It, it, it's juicy. It's not dry at all. Even in, like, the base of a meatball, you have to put breadcrumbs in. Also, it's not dry at all. So, kudos.
0: You know what? Go ahead. Sorry,
1: I, I just want to say I really enjoy
5: this. This is like the reason why I keep going back to Impossible Meat. I, in my opinion, it tastes like, and and like the texture is like the best part of meat without the. It doesn't have that very intense, like, I don't know how to say it, like, beefy, like, meaty flavor or, like, that chewy part of meat that I don't particularly like. It's those parts of meat that are good, that I enjoy, like, and all the bad parts I don't, like, basically taken out. So, I, yeah, I really enjoy
0: this. And the meatball is not sauced. It actually comes not sauced. So the fact that they're able to pull off that, you're right, there's a delicate balance of the texture of a meatball. You don't want the outside necessarily fried too hard, because then the inside gets dry. And normally in meatballs, sometimes you get them, there's a lot of filler, a lot of breadcrumb filler. There's not like that at all here. So I've been eating the Impossible Meatball with no sauce at all. Wow. I and I'll be honest, this is the one... That I was like, how are they gonna pull off like a good sauce and a good pasta? I thought this was. Disney started something very interesting. They've gone from here is the vegetarian option on the menu if you need to eat it to the vegetarian option is really good. Like they've really worked hard and kudos to the chefs on both coasts for making the vegetarian and vegan options not just the fallback option, but so tasty. They're like, I would come back here and I would, I would order that.
4: That would be the perfect introduction to somebody who you like. You want to introduce like plant-based meats to. Like, that is just the perfect introduction to show like what plant-based meats can be.
0: I'm really surprised how much, because listen, I, I will be honest. As someone whose last name ends in a vowel, um, you know, many times you don't necessarily order Italian food at a non-Italian restaurant because you don't know what you're going to get. I like the sauce. The pasta was cooked perfectly. I love the meatball. I would get that too. I would get that too. I'm really, 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 really surprised and impressed by that. All right. Now we have to move. Let's move. Listen, we're going to move right into dessert. By the way, we should also mention too that there are kids Disney check meals. There's the PB&J Flavor Lab, which is a smaller version of... The the PB&J sandwich, there's a mini pasta and Impossible Meatballs. Those come in at $7.99 and $8.99. So there are small version, there's kids option. And I like the fact that there's a kids option of the vegetarian, the Impossible Meatball as well. You can also do uh, Red Particle Mini Meals, which is a subatomic chicken sandwich, and a teeny Pimini that come in at $9.99 each. Now, one thing about the the Pim Test Kitchen some things are very, very small. Some things are very, very large. Like the Celestial-sized candy bar, the Choco Smash candy bar with dark chocolate, peanuts, caramel, nougat, and chocolate brownie. Marin, you literally are dancing. Let's sort of put this in context. This is about a 12-inch oversized candy bar that is maybe two to three inches in height. Marion is nodding and smiling. We know that you not only like the non-meat meats, but you do love your sweets.
5: Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is really, really good. I, other than the Impossible Meatball, I was most excited for this because it is, like, seven-year-old me would be, like, doing backflips right now. I've loved chocolate and candy bars and, I mean... I love dessert, so I was really looking forward to this, and it's, it, it really is just a giant candy bar. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed this. I like the peanut butter on the top, there's brownie on the bottom, and then the nougat and um, caramel in the middle, covered in the
3: chocolate. Oh my gosh. So good. Perfect. It's like it's an elevated Snickers bar. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, you start with those flavors, and then they've built upon it, and in a shareable fashion. I can't imagine sitting and eating one of these by yourself. But it, it definitely is a great combination of flavors.
4: It's literally just a giant cigarette It's like, and that's all it needs to be. No, it's
0: more than a cigarette because it has nougat in it, too. And
4: brownie. And brownie. And, brown, and that's brownie in the base. The brownie is the base. And
0: I love, love, love the fact that it's dark chocolate right. because it yeah. makes it healthy because it's antioxidant.
1: Right. Sure. You keep telling yourself that. Oh, <laughs> I, I've been
0: telling myself that for years, and it's worked out well so far.
1: It's definitely shareable. Um, the nougat, I think, is it adds like another layer of the, ex- the chocolate. Experience. If
0: Snickers and Three Musketeers had a dark chocolate
5: and, and peanut butter cup, and we yeah. all, if they all somehow, somehow had
0: morphed and if they were put into the quantum tunnel, this is what would pop out. Right. It would be a exactly big non baby version right. of, of <laughs> that. This is $7.99. This, too. A nice mid-afternoon sweet treat to sort of help get you through the rest of the day.
5: If this is somewhere that I could come with my friends, I could definitely share this with them. And it's something that thinking about—I go to the parks as a teen with my friends all the time. Um, So I'm also thinking about like splitting cost. This can easily be, you know, your, you know, your jump starter at like that 4 p.m. crash, and you split it all together, and you end up spending two dollars a piece. So this is perfect.
0: So they also have a couple of things, too. They have a uh, a Proton PB&J Punch, which is peanut butter and strawberry flavors, PB-infused whipped cream, and peanut butter pretzel spheres, as well as... uh, What was the other drink, Marion? You said that there was a special in the Coca-Cola freestyle machine. Oh,
4: my goodness. It begins with a P. It's Uh, it's, it's from The Incredible Hulk and Ant-Man. It's called, like...
0: Pico something. Uh, we're gonna have to figure. We're gonna have to figure out this. So hold on a second, too. I'm sitting here scrolling through the menu. There are additional novelties. Which oh, we ordered the novelties that, that didn't come too. Are the you can get a glowing particle capsule, a particle disc, and a um, a an enlarged Pingo Doce soda can. That's it. Pingo the Pingo doce. doce. That's
4: it. Pingo, Pingo Doce is it's special drink that you can get only in the free machines here. Yeah. And it's from yeah. the Incredible Hulk and Ammon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right.
0: There's also alcoholic beverages. There's there's beers. There's a blood orange, um, Micheleta, as, as well as a beer mimosa. But there's also, and this is, I've never seen this before. There's a gluten wheat allergy friendly list. And it goes through the gluten wheat allergy friendly Pimini sandwich. The, the salad, the, the other sandwiches, there's egg allergy friendly and all the different options. Milk allergy friendly, peanut allergy friendly, peanut and neat tree nut. So it goes on and on, tree nut, soy allergy. They give you all the different sort of major um, special dietary requirements. And rather having to wait until you get up there and ask somebody, they're saying, here's the things that we can do. Here's the way that we can do it at while you're mobile ordering which I have not seen, and maybe it's just because I haven't scrolled down, I have not seen that in terms of addressing the allergy options right in the, the, the mobile ordering menu itself.
3: That's the very first time I've ever seen it laid out in that fashion, so that they took the major allergy issues that, that they run into most often and served up the options, so you don't have to stop and wait and talk to the chef and go through all the all the hoops. You can choose what you want, and you know what it's going to be safe for you. I
0: I, um, I like that um, as some you know we all have friends that, that have different types of Osh. the other thing that we didn't mention too was they had the um, the banana smoothie there's a 16 ounce banana smoothie at 599 Mary uh, Becky you had that as part of your breakfast because that's how you roll
3: yesterday yesterday
0: the day before whatever it was. The banana
3: smoothie was really nice. Yeah, I liked the banana smoothie. It was a good way to start the day if you wanted something a little refreshing because, you know, the the other options are orange juice, water, and coffee, and I didn't feel like any of that. I wanted to have something as it was a little warm in the the morning when we were here, and I wanted to try something that had a little sweetness to it, and that was the the perfect um, uh, answer to what I was looking for. Actually, the pro
0: tip was I ordered coffee... I took, oh, yeah. I took some of the banana smoothie and I mixed it in my coffee. I really like that. I made my own little mini morning mocktail. We also did get the glowing PIM particle capsule and the glowing PIM particle disc. Um, think about sort of the glowing ice cube things. I, I do like the little particle disc. So it's, yeah. remember the things that Ant-Man was throwing to sort of grow and shrink. They come in red, they come in blue, just like the PIM particle capsule. You've seen the red ones in in not only Ant-Man but in Avengers too. So those are cute and fun at five forty-nine each. We still have, by the way. Oh wait, we still have one other thing. You also ordered uh, from next door. You ordered one of the cocktails. You ordered a, you ordered a cocktail from the uh, from the Pim Labs next door. Right. So there are three different cocktails at the, uh, the PIM Labs. There's the Experiment that is based with tequila. The Honey Buzz is based with uh, Plymouth gin. And the Particle Fizz um, at $14 is Endless Summer Hard Seltzer, Pog Juice, which as you know is passion fruit, orange and guava, with cherry-flavored filled boba. I think you people see boba and you get so excited that always oh, it's, is the one. We, we all love boba. So again, this is a, a hard seltzer-based drink.
1: It is definitely a hard uh, seltzer-based drink. I'm not really quite tasting the, the guava juice right. uh, at all. Um, so with regards to that, I would like a little bit more guava. It's more on the seltzer side,
3: but... It's almost like it's infused yes, with pog I mean, rather I mean, than right. than, than actually part of it. So it's like an infused seltzer water and the best part is the boba balls. Let's, see.
0: Let's taste No. Alright, so first of all, I had to stick a straw and you guys didn't look like you stirred this around which is what it looks like it needed. It looks like it sort of settled while we've been sitting here. I will take a uh, an exploratory research-based <laughs> sip using my very dainty and delicate straw. So
2: boba's
4: not going to go
0: tastes like you don't a tangerine it tastes, it, like, it tastes like no it tastes like tangerine seltzer but i'm also not Tangerine? I'm, yeah no. it tastes like tangerine seltzer uh,
1: yeah i could see
0: that so i going to go out on an oversized limb here and say that we all enjoyed pim test kitchen this is a uh, this is a repeat visit location go around the horn and tell me What your thoughts are about the experience as a whole, individual items you liked best?
5: So, for the experience as a whole, the theming is spot on. It's so much fun. As soon as you walk in, they have the conveyor belt of shrinking and growing pretzels that is just, it's so cool. They have the giant soda cans connecting to the Coke freestyles, which is awesome. The giant ketchup and mustard, the oversized Christmas lights, and then the tiny, you know, utensils. It's super, super cool. I love, love, love the theming. Um, And in terms of the food, I would definitely come back. The Impossible Meatball was exceeded my expectations. The Giant Pretzel was super delicious, and I like the um, Giant Candy Bar.
4: So, like Marion said, the theming here is incredible. The theming goes, like, above and beyond for Every single thing, and the the food as well. Like even the food is really themed. Like the like the impossible meatball is served in a ginormous spoon, a ginormous ladle with a tiny fork. Like even the theming goes above Miyana. The little and, tiny
0: forks are the sporks of Galaxy's Edge, but are even cooler. They're
4: teeny, teeny, tiny. It's the theming and the, and the food is delicious. It doesn't sacrifice taste for doing a good theme for all the different menu items, which is just so, so, so good.
0: If you could come back and order one thing, what would it be? Uh,
4: Because I'm not ordering
0: all this again. next. I mean, maybe we will, but what would be the one thing you would order if you were on your own?
4: So, the one thing that I, if it was just me, I think I would get that chicken sandwich for just myself because you could get the bun and all the slaw with that sauce, like I think that was such a good menu item. I think so
1: too, Nick. I love that also. But I also liked the pim sandwich, like the panini with all the different meats and that sun-dried tomato um, spread on it. Like, it just had all the different flavors and the way it was cooked. It was pressed perfectly and it was crisp. And I have to agree with Marion. The theming of this restaurant is absolutely spot on. It is. Because I also love this movie
3: so much. There's a lot of options here which I really like if it was me I'm going to go after that meatball I really like the meatball so I would probably get the marinara sauce on the side so that you can kind of give it a little bit more flavor but that's probably my favorite but there's only one thing on the menu that I wouldn't order again so I think that says a lot the peanut butter sandwich pretty much yeah I'm not that was I'm not a fan of that one but then again there's again a lot of choice a lot of options and the theming of the restaurant I dig it. I love the fact that they can do so much with this, and it's not going to be something that they're only going to have these choices. I have a feeling we're going to see more. So I think the, here's the
0: pro tip. I think you come in here. So breakfast here is served from 8 a.m. to 1045. Quick turnover, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. is when lunch and dinner is served. You come in at 11, so you get the peanut butter jelly banana thing as like a late breakfast, early lunch, and then you come back and order the rest of them. Listen, I don't care if you don't like it or not. I liked it. If I had to order one, I would get a pretzel appetizer, and wow, I don't know. Wow, that panini sandwich is really good too. Yeah, the, I know the, the panini, panini. But I've got now I've got the impossible yeah. meatball and pasta sort of sitting on. So I like to
3: be honest. You're going to come in and you're going to order one of everything again. Because if only there outside. was somebody, no, anybody, no. who
0: would come back here with me and order it all. Listen, I, I agree with everything you all said from the theming. Nicholas, I, I think you're right. The fact that you could make well-themed food still not just look good, but taste good, too. That's the difficult sort of balance. You know, there's a lot of... You see giant-sized donuts and, and cupcakes that look great on Instagram, but... They're really hard to eat. This does that, I think, very very well, uh, which I applaud. From the restaurant to the food, where does Pim Test Kitchen sit in terms of best restaurant, best quick service restaurants in world or land? That's a somewhat rhetorical question that I want you to think on. I want you, my friend, who is sitting here in this on this beautiful evening, by the way, at sunset, outside of Pim Test Kitchen, to let me know. If you've been here, what have you tried? What did you enjoy? What do you think? Or better yet, call the voicemail, not just with your review, but if and when you come out here. Let me hear it as it's happening, 407-900-9391. We'll also talk about this in the WW Radio Clubhouse over at wwwcom slash clubhouse. That is our group over on Facebook. Uh, Marion, Nicholas, Deanna, Becky Menken, who from MEI and & Travel can get you here to the Pym Test Kitchen, uh, thank you all so much for sharing, uh, not just this meal, but such a, it, but our first experience together in Avengers Campus.
3: So
1: amazing. Thank you.
3: We have a lot more to experience and see. That was very marvelous. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: I dig the dad joke, I so I,
0: I love it. it. It's time for our trivia question of the week where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World or sometimes outside of Walt Disney World. History, details, what you see, what you remember. If you think you know the answer, you can enter for a chance to win a Disney prize package. Of course, before we get to this week's question, we're going to go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So last week I took you over to Disney's Hollywood Studios and asked you to tell me what was the original name of Walt Disney Presents in Disney's Hollywood Studios? Now, if you remember, going back to October 1st, 2001, as part of Walt Disney World's 100 Years of Magic Celebration, the film that was originally hosted by Michael Eisner was part of the One Man's Dream exhibit The attraction and the venue changed names and opened as Walt Disney presents on September 8th, 2017, combining parts of the previous one man's dream with a character meet and greet and a new short film. Again, it's located in between Animation Courtyard and Toy Story Land and it is a must-do for me every single time. Anyway, I took all the correct entries, randomly selected one, and last week you were playing for a new WW Radio pin and keychain and a surprise... Prize as well, and last week's winner, randomly selected, is Celia Alvez. So, Celia, congratulations! I will get your prize package out to you right away. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World ish trivia challenge. So, I am incredibly excited to be getting back on board Disney Cruise Line on the Disney Dream on August 27th through the 30th. And more importantly, sharing that entire experience with you live on Facebook and on my Instagram stories and photos. I'm at Lou Mangiello on Instagram. Be sure and like the WW Radio page on Facebook. Turn on notifications there and join the WW Radio Clubhouse. Turn on notifications there so you don't miss a thing. Anyway, the reason why I bring it up is because this week's question is not about Walt Disney World, but instead the Disney dream. Because again, I can't wait to get back on board, show you and share what's new, what's different, and of course, eat. And one of my favorite places and times to eat is late night up on Deck 11, where there are a number of casual walk-up quick service locations. So tell me, what movie are these locations themed after? There are four different locations, all themed after the same movie on Deck 11 of the Disney Dream. What movie are these four locations themed after? You have until Sunday, August 22nd, at 11:59 p.m. Eastern to go to www.radio.com, click on this week's podcast, use the form there, and again, you're going to play for the pin, the keychain, and maybe another mystery surprise prize. So, good luck and have fun. that's going to do it for this week's show thank you so much for taking the time to tune in this and every week let me know have you been to PIM test kitchen if so what's your review what did you think what was your favorite item If you haven't been based on what you heard or maybe you've seen online what do you want to try most if and when you get out there you can let me know by calling the voicemail at 407-900-9391 or by coming over being part of the community and conversation over in the ww radio clubhouse that is our group over on facebook at ww slash clubhouse you can also connect with me on social i am at lumangello on twitter Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest, as well as LinkedIn. If you have a question you want me to answer on the show, email me, lou at WWRadio.com. And don't forget to join me every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for WW Radio Live and turn on notifications as I go live, not just on Wednesday nights, but throughout the week from the parks, as well as from home. If you tuned in last Wednesday and joined me live from Wilderness Lodge, thank you so very much. I hope you enjoyed not just our tour of the lodge, but the fireworks and the food and the geyser and everything else. And stay tuned for other talk and walk segments throughout the week. If you want to talk all things spoilers, you can join our spoiler support group at www.radio.com slash spoilers. We talk about everything Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel, including What If, which is going on right now and is amazing, by the way, on Disney+. Plus. Speaking of Marvel, you can join us on our Marvel Day at Sea group cruise February 5th through the 10th or one of our two cruises on the Disney Wish June 20th for a four-night inaugural or the December 5th very Merry Time Cruise. You can find out more about these cruises and get a free no obligation quote by going to www.radio.com slash events. Speaking of cruising, there's a new post on the WW Radio blog with detailed steps and screenshots and information about all the guidelines you need to know about sailing, what you need to know now, and what you need to get, including some additional requirements before you sail, etc., And you can find those, again, on the www.radio.com blog. Speaking of cruising, again, don't forget I'll be live from the Disney Dream August 27th through the 30th. Turn on notifications on Facebook, and I'll also be sharing photos and stories on my Instagram. If you have any questions, including things you want to know, see, please post them over in the thread in the clubhouse. I'm going to bring your entire list of questions with me and take them live as well during broadcast to make sure you have everything you need to know before you go or book your next cruise our next meet of the month in walt disney world is going to be sunday august 27th in epcot center at the land pavilion at the sunshine seasons food fair from 11 a.m to 12 30 again go to www.radio.com slash events for more information into rsvp it's fun it's free it's family friendly open to everyone would love to see you there Huge thanks this week and every week to the members of the Radio Nation family. I appreciate your love, support, friendship, and help, as well as all the things that we get to do special together, including our monthly live video group calls, access to the private Facebook group, our monthly scavenger hunts that I send out, as well as... Special monthly care packages from Walt Disney World. Actually, did a really cool one last month from Avengers Campus in Disneyland. I want to thank some new and longtime members, including Melanie Beadle, Raphael Coro, Mark Hartridge, and Anne Okoro. If you want to find out how you can not only help the show, but get exclusive rewards, and don't forget that a portion of your proceeds do go to our Dream Team project to benefit Make a Wish Foundation of America, it starts at as little as a dollar a month. Just go to slash support. If you are looking to build your brand and business and turn what you love into what you do, my Momentum Weekend Workshop is back November 13th and 14th in Walt Disney World. I've rolled back the pricing. I've also extended an early bird discount with $100 off. There's only 50 seats, and we are more than 50% sold out. If you go to loomangelocom slash Momentum, you'll find out why you need to attend Momentum as well as all of your frequently asked questions. But this is a very, it's more like an unconference where you're not you're only going to learn, but make connections, get inspired, create relationships, and make real change over the weekend. Oh, by the way, it's also in Walt Disney World and during Food and Wine Festival. I'm just saying again, www.radio.com Momentum. And whether you're coming to Momentum, one of our cruises, or just Walt Disney World or any Disney destination, go and visit our friends my sponsor over at mousefantravel.com for a free, no obligation quote and the best possible prices and all available discounts with an incredible level of personal service just for you. And finally, most importantly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you like the show, all I ask is that you please help spread the word, tell a friend, share a link to this or your favorite episode. And if you can take just a couple of seconds to rate and review the show over on Apple Podcasts. I want to thank some recent reviewers. Like Nola David D.H., who says, Unbelievably great. Lou not only does his research and makes each podcast unique, interesting, and filled with Disney facts unlike any other. A must for all Disney fan. And the Denim Samurai, God, I did dig that name, says it's my favorite podcast. There's nothing I love more than listening to this podcast and learning all the trivia and secrets that Lou knows. This show helps fill the holes left by a lack of Disney World trips. And Lou, Lou inspired me to choose the good, Denim Samurai, I dig that. I dig your name as well. Nola David, thank you so very much. Again, just search for WWE in Apple Podcasts and leave your review there. And like Denim Samurai said, please always remember to go and choose the good in everything and everyone that you encounter. And be the good by being kind to others with no expectation of anything in return. I promise you that positivity is contagious. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. If there's anything I could do for you, please, please, please let me know. I hope to see you this week on the live broadcast in the Clubhouse and again right here next week. So until next time, see ya. Hi, Lou and WDW
2: Radio family. It's Elizabeth from Massachusetts. Just finished listening to the most recent Food & Wine Epcot Walkabout episode, and I am so excited to be going in September now. It made me, like, super pumped for the fact that I planned a trip with some friends. So I am very, very much looking forward to that. Um, so thank you for all the awesome reviews. Felt like I was there, getting sort of like a pre-sampling of what I will get to enjoy. Um, it is Wednesday, August fourth. I hope everyone has a super awesome hump day um and that you all get through the week successfully, two more days until the weekend, um just a few more weeks of summer, which is absolutely wild um, but yeah, try to enjoy it. Hopefully, the weather hangs um out for everyone else, everyone, and it is really nice in Massachusetts, it has been crazy, crazy rainy, so it has put a damper on some beach days, and that's for sure. Um, but it uh, doesn't mean you can't have some fun um, not having to go to school and teach. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I hope you all have an amazing week. Um, keep being magical. Uh, make a day magical for someone else, and I will talk to you all very soon. Uh, see you soon. Bye.